Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. Finishing up our conversation about the Neuro Fitness Foundation, we have talked to President Paul Howard. We have talked to Club Director Shelby Lauderdale. We have talked to member Josh Pierce. Now, another member. Her name is Kathy Etteaki. How are you doing today? Great, 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 great. Uh, I just found out uh, off mic that everybody in this room was in band, so a lot of band nerds in here. Uh, do you still play clarinet? Oh my God, I can't believe you said that out loud. Do you still play? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, if there's anybody oh, out the there that, that needs to uh, join the Neural Fitness Foundation because they're looking for a gym, or maybe needs a private lesson on a clarinet, yeah, Kathy's here for you. All right, so we're... What we're doing at this point is we're just talking to people that are a part of the gym. You are a gym member, yes. Yes, I am. All right. So how long have you been with Neuro Fitness Foundation? I have been going to Neuro Fitness Foundation gym for about 11 years. 11 years. So yeah. you you are senior ranking member I'm then. I'm a senior member, that's for sure. Have you, I mean, were you one of the first people that had joined? I'm not sure. I want to say that the gym no. had been around. It's been around for like 20 years, right? It's been around longer than that. But um, I was in a cancer support group, and one of the people that were was in the group, one of the ladies was in the group, was going to the gym. And so I decided to give it a try because I've, I've always been a member of gym back to Jane Fonda and presidents and I, I I've always known that working out is important but I would go from gym to gym to gym because um, they weren't set up for people who are in a chair and I'd have to transfer from my chair to a piece of equipment work out transfer back to the chair go to the next piece of equipment so if you use four or five pieces of equipment I've done 12 transfers and I, I just, I, I would join a gym and I'd go for a while and then I'd get mad and then I'd quit that gym and I'd join another gym. And um, and when I found Narrow Fitness Foundation or NFF, you just, it stuck. It stuck. Explain to me how taxing it is to transfer. Explain that process because it's something that most people don't ever think about right I use a chair and um, I'd have to use my arms to get from my chair to the piece of workout equipment and sometimes those benches are only like I don't know eight inches wide I have to be pretty good aim to, to land on <laughs> yeah. the bench and not go off the other side and so yeah it's tricky get on the on the piece of equipment work out whatever muscle group you're going to work out and then you have to regroup and get back in the chair. And then you also have to cha have to save enough energy to get back in the car and back out of the car when you get home. I didn't so think about that. it's a lot of wasted energy 
is transferring a complete disaster? I mean, are you using every muscle in your upper body to do that? I mean, is it yeah, a complete much. blowout? Basically, you're using everything that you've got to make that transfer each and every time that you do it. Right, but I do it. I don't know, twenty times a day, so it's not a blowout for me. But when you go to a gym, like you have, you want to work out your back muscles. Well, if you have to waste all your energy getting on and off machines, you can't really work out the muscle that you want to focus on. And NFF is set up so that I can work out chest, arms, back, shoulders, whatever I want to do. We have a battle rope, um, and I don't have to transfer out of my wheelchair. I can stay in the wheelchair. And the first time I went, the it was before Shelby was there. <laughs> the guy's name was Willie, and he we we did a real light workout and he took me around to all the machines and I thought man that's that was nothing it was such a small amount of energy that I exerted and then I had gone to another event in the afternoon on that same day by three o'clock in the afternoon I was sore because I'd able I had been able to target those muscles and get them worked out and I thought, okay, this is a real deal. <laughs> so that's that's what made it click for you, that you yeah. actually felt like you were working out the muscles that you intended to work out when you went to a gym. Right. All right, so what I've noticed is the motivations for people when they show up to this gym are, are always kind of varying, whether they want emotional support, whether they just need to get somewhat of a life change, whether they're working towards a physical goal. There's always a reason why. You have always been into fitness and you just really wanted to just, you were there purely for physical reasons. You wanted to just work out. Right. And I got the bonus. And what is the bonus? The bonus is, well, when I first started at the gym, I was working full time. So I came in the evenings, but I came Tuesday and Thursday evenings. And if you go to the gym at the same time on a regular basis, you get to know the other people that work out at that time. And I've uh, made lifelong friendships with people. Did you realize that that was something that you were lacking? Or did you feel that you were lacking it? No. I was just going to the gym to work out, period. But this gym, I mean, if I miss more than I'm not working now, so I go three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If I miss a couple of workouts in a row, Shelby's calling me or somebody's calling me going, what's going on? And it helps keep me accountable on the days that I don't feel like working out. I, I've gone to the gym and just hung out, and that was a victory for me. I've actually gone to the gym, driven to the gym, and not gotten out of the car. <laughs> and because I just I feel like there are people waiting for me, and I have to go. Is that the most important thing that the NeuroFitness Foundation provides its members? It's not that you can go work on your delts when you want to work on your delts. It's that there's this thing that drives everybody to be a part of something kind of bigger than themselves. Uh, the workout is really important, too. And um, I've seen, like, Josh's story. Come on. He lost 120 pounds. It's crazy. Crazy. I've been able to lose 40 pounds. We have a wheelchair accessible scale, which 
how do you wait? How do you watch your weight if you don't know how much you weigh? Uh, and you know, when you gain ten pounds over Christmas, well, maybe you gained ten pounds over Christmas. Maybe you gained fifteen pounds over Christmas, and it just sneaks on. Yeah. And even my doctor doesn't have a wheelchair accessible scale. I used to work at a place that had a, like a loading dock situation, and they had this huge scale that they weighed equipment on. And I would sneak back there once a month and weigh myself. And it only weighed to like the nearest two pounds. But I went for 15 years without being weighed ever at all. Is there an element of ignorance is bliss when that's the situation? Well, it's an ugly surprise when you realize, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what has happened? What has happened to me? So you, you said that you'd lost 40 pounds. This is, is this what Last has happened? Last couple of years. Last couple of years. So what motivate? you know, you've been at the gym for 11 years. Well, But over I've... the last couple of years, you've lost a significant amount of weight. Was there a reason why you went under such a dramatic change? Did something happen to I... you that made you want to do that? I, at the end of... 2013, I got a really serious infection and um, was in the hospital for six months. And you would think after being in the hospital, you'd be well rested and in good shape. (laughs) But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. No. And when I got out of the hospital after six months and they release you from the hospital when your insurance runs out, they don't care what condition you're in. I was not able to dress myself or bathe or drive. Um, I was I, I was completely helpless. And thank God my sister was able to stay with me for three months. And as soon as I was able to get in and out of a car again, I started going back to NFF. And I don't know what my life would be like I didn't have that resource. I'm so grateful that I live in Euless, NFF is in Euless, and I think about other people with disabilities that live in Mesquite, and they don't, they're not going to drive to Euless to work out. They don't have that resource. And I, I know a, a young lady who's, she's been using a wheelchair for, I think, about four years, and she belongs to um, a gym should I not mention the name? It's open a lot of day and night. <laughs> I think that's yeah, okay. Anyway, all right. she Wink. belongs to a gym, pays full price just like everybody else, and there's one piece of equipment that she can use. And I don't want to discourage her from being a member of a gym because that's a good thing, mm-hmm. and hopefully she can use some of the free weights too. But how dare they? Shame on them for taking her money when she can't access the facility fully. And you'd been through that. You were saying that you'd been been there. Yeah. And you know what that's like. I do. So once you got out of that uh, hospital stay six months, and then you had three months with help outside of Mm -hmm. the hospital, was there a a mental boost that the gym gave you, or was it just getting your body physically in shape again so you were able to just live life again? What was? How did the gym benefit you the most when you were in at that point? I knew that I could go to the gym in the condition that I was in, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter if my 
hair fell out or if I was wearing makeup that day or my shoes matched or if I was wearing shoes. Um, and I'm sure Shelby could tell lots of stories about the changes in people's lives that he's seen. And, and we've all seen as members um, people that are come in and, and they're shy and um, unable to do anything independently and and they start seeing other people do stuff and like I've shown people how I get in and out of my car and have them say I didn't even know I could drive mm. and yeah you can drive and you can do everything but um, it's important to stay healthy and strong are those are those kind of victories the ones that mean the most to you because we have all these great milestones you lost 40 pounds Josh lost 120, but you're talking about just helping somebody realize that they can do something like, like drive again by themselves or, or just mm -hmm. be able to do some sort of physical exercise again to gain strength. Are those the things that stand out to you the most when you're at NFF? Oh, yeah, that, that, that is huge. I, I live on my own, and I have had people say, oh, well, who takes your trash out for you? Um, well, I take my trash out for me. Or who goes grocery shopping for you? Well, I do that. I do the laundry and I clean the house occasionally. But <laughs> um, people, people don't realize that with the right training and what used to be rehab, you can have, I, I mean, I, I raised four kids. I went to college. I worked full time up until 2013. I've done everything I've wanted to do. Is it and frustrating that people don't realize their potential when you see that? I mean, you just give me a laundry list of amazing things that any human being would want to do with their life, and you did all of that. But, you know, you're probably going to meet people or come across people that aren't, they don't think that they're able to do that even though they are. Is that frustrating to you or is that motivating to you? It's heartbreaking because I've, I've been using a chair for 40 years, and I meet somebody who's in their 20s maybe, who's just um, starting a new life using a wheelchair, and they don't know that they can do, they don't have to live with their parents. They don't have to, I mean, uh, horseback riding and whitewater rafting and anything you want to do. I, I'd like to go skydiving. I'm a little sketchy on that yet, but <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> and... Through NFF, I've been able to try a bunch of activities that I never would have tried, like archery and fencing and tennis and rugby, which I'm not interested in. Yeah, we were talking much. about Josh's budding no, rugby career. Mm, 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 no. <laughs> not for you? No. I love football, but I have no no desire to play football. <laughs> I don't want to be tackled, and I don't want to tackle anybody. Some people are just built it's, that way. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm more of a cheerleader. <laughs> well, and, and and that's kind of what I, I did want to continue talking about. Is that what motivates you now to be at the gym? The amount that you are not necessarily for yourself, but for others. Is that where you're at mentally now with the Neural Fitness Foundation? Other people. I think it would be awesome if there were more gyms that um, could see that there's a need. For this huge gap, when I, I, I have a spinal cord injury, and when I was first hurt, it was back in the olden days when the doctors said, 
when a person was ready to leave the hospital. And I stayed in the hospital until I was able to get in and out of a bathtub. I was driving. I was completely independent. How old were you? I was 18. I had my 19th birthday in the hospital. But now, uh, spinal cord injury, I don't know how long insurance companies say, oh, you can be in the hospital for six weeks. And then they send people home to a house that's not wheelchair ready, to parents that are not wheelchair ready or other family members that are not ready to deal with this. And if the if there was uh, more facilities like NFF, people could fill in that gap of from hospital to an independent life. And everybody deserves that. You've been with this organization in varying capacities for 11 years. Your grand vision is just to see this place expand and see more gyms like this. How has it expanded since you since you started? It we still have some of the same equipment. Uh, apparently, <laughs> there's new equipment coming. But are you are you seeing are you seeing more people? Are you seeing did you did you witness that development uh, of the the mental game that this helps people in oh, that sure. mental space? Has have you seen that clubhouse effect kind of develop over those years? Sometimes it's very, very social, and then other times it's not. It de- depends on who's who's there. It used to be there were t- periods of time where it was really almost like a coffee house. <laughs> <laughs> More hangout than workout. More hangout than workout. <laughs> Have you been impressed with what is physically available now? Like the the type of equipment that you can exercise with, and the different types of exercises that have been developed since oh, since you have have been working out. Yes, we just finished a, a seven week session with some students from um, Denton. Okay, uh, some doctoral therapy students, and they did a uh, boot camp, and I participated in Zumba and aerobics. And we were supposed to have a pound class, but that, oh yeah, Tai Chi. Tai Chi, how was that? Yeah, I didn't, I'm not a Tai Chi person. I'm so you're not, see, I, okay, so you didn't want to, you didn't want to play football, you don't want to tackle or hurt anybody, and I thought if you went the gentle way of Tai Chi, that that might be more mm, your speed, that's but. too gentle. So you need, you need something right in the middle. We're going to figure out a sport that's like right to, in the middle. A lot of activity, but you not a lot of play contact. play tennis, but maybe push someone just a little bit while you're doing it, something <laughs> like that, maybe? Yeah, okay. maybe. What what do you we, we were kind of talking earlier when you first showed up about what you wanted to really talk about when we got on the microphone today and, and a big thing that you were talking about is is that you just want to get the good word about this place out there and you wanted to talk about fundraising and trying to help build this place up. You said that if you were a million you said I wish I was a millionaire and then your voice kind of trailed off. What were you going to say when you when you started that statement? What what did you mean? Well, if I was a millionaire, I give huge donations to NFF because it really makes a difference in people's lives and how how many opportunities are there to really change somebody's life to really change somebody's attitude from just depression and sadness and emptiness into I, I'm happy every day and everybody needs to get there needs to find their happiness, and um, yeah, NFF 
we need a bigger place. We need more places. We need more Shelby's. I don't know if we could ever find another Shelby. I don't. We're very fortunate to have him. You should see him dancing between wheelchairs. Good, embarrassing, bad. It's it's amazing he does <laughs> that he can get to where he's going through a crowd of people using various mobility devices <laughs> and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> All right, so when is the next time that you're going to go to the gym and what are you going to do when you when you get there? Uh, I was there this morning. Okay, so would you All right, so perfect example. We didn't even do this today with anybody. What did you do at the gym today? I talked to some friends first, of course. Talked about um movies and sports and um then I worked on the rickshaw which works out triceps and lats. Um, I did lat pull-downs. I did butterfly. I did bench press. I guess that's about it. Vigorous workout. When you let off with hanging out, talking about movies with friends, I thought you were going to say that you were kind of loafing it today, but it doesn't sound like you did that at all. <laughs> it sounds like you busted it. Um, what would you say to somebody that that should be in here but isn't? If somebody is not leading an independent life, if they have caretakers, it's very important to stay as strong as possible and as flexible as possible because if you were to fall and um, your muscles are all tense and they're not stretched out, stretched out, it can really hurt yourself badly. And if someone is helping you with your daily life, uh, the stronger you get, the more you're able to do, the less they'll have to do. Come in. A life changer? A life changer. Big time life changer. All right. We've been discussing the Neuro Fitness Foundation in studio with me currently is Kathy Etteaki. Did I say it right? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Okay. All right. I'm trying. Um, she is a member and has been for a long time and will continue to be for an even longer time. If you want to get involved with the NeuroFitness Foundation, you can find them online at neurofitnessfoundation.org or give them a call at 817-571-1323. Kathy, I really appreciate your time and uh, look Go Cowboys. To... Go Cowboys. Good way to end it. Thank you. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.